HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Whole Foods Market. For more information, visit WholeFoodsMarket.com. I'm Erica Wides, host of Let's Get Real, the cooking show about finding, preparing, and eating food. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. Hello, welcome to Japan Eats. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, a food writer and a director of the New York Japanese Culinary Academy, which promotes a deep understanding of Japanese cuisine in America. We are broadcasting live from our studio at Roberta's in Bushwick, Brooklyn. This show is all about Japanese food and food culture. We see sushi at every daily in the supermarket, but what is beyond sushi? We hear dashi, ramen, izakaya, but what exactly are they? Japanese food is still a mystery for many people, and I will try to demystify it in this program with my cool guests. And I have a very special guest today from Japan. Kenji Ichishima is the seventh generation of Japanese sake producer, Ichishima Sake Brewery in Niigata Prefecture, where sake is a big part of the local culture and the tradition. We'll talk about how he grew up in a traditional sake brewery, how he tries to keep the brewery fresh and strong by introducing modern ideas and much more. But first, uh, let me make a quick announcement. Um, as you know, Japan was hit by another major earthquake on April 14th in the south, Kumamoto Prefecture. And since then, uh, aftershocks still continue and over 180,000 people are living in temporary facilities to avoid potential risks of landslides and building collapses. So if you are interested in supporting the victims, please visit the non-profit organization, Japan Society's Relief Fund page. Uh, it's www.japansociety.org. Now, uh, let's chat with Kenji. So hello, Kenji. Welcome to, welcome to Japan Eats. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay. So, um, so Ichishima Sake Brewery was founded in 1790, almost 230 years ago. Yes. So could you tell us about your family history? Okay. Um, well, the original uh, Ichishima family was uh, was from the Kobe Prefecture, and uh, um, I guess the, the ancestors uh, moved to Niigata area along with the uh, regional uh, daimyo, which is the samurai period uh, regional uh, king, I would say, mm-hmm. and uh, um, the, they set, settled down and they started to uh, open, say, wild land and filling the swamps, um, and uh, well, they. Acquired to to own uh, 
well, huge amount of land, <laughs> and, and the family became one of the five biggest landowner at the time. Right, I, I, it was like seventeenth, like eighteenth like century. I heard, yes. mm-hmm. and I found a, a line, and so that it is said that one could walk the forty miles from the brewery to Niigata <laughs> City without leaving Ichishima's property. That yes, <laughs> well, that that's at the time how, how much uh, say rice field you know they owned, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, the mainstream family actually didn't need to 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 work, mm-hmm. so they, they could just you know collect the the rice tax money from all those uh, small farmers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and they made a, a quite a fortune, and they started several businesses like uh, say um, well banking, uh, shipping. Pharmaceutical. Uh, well, at the time they didn't have electricity, so like selling candles, um, mm. wood crafting, uh-huh. and and sake making. Mm, of course, I, and with that uh, amazing one field, I mean rice field, you have yeah. to make good sake, right? And I heard that uh, your grandfather was very forward-minded, and maybe you can tell us about him. Okay. Um, well, he actually uh, learned, uh, studied in Germany. And that was, uh, I think, uh, pre World War Two, mm. and uh, he learned he learned lots of things uh, from the outside of Japan. And uh, one of the thing was, uh, of course, the, how, how Japan was a little bit kind of behind, well, technology-wise and everything, and at the time, and also the, um, well, like equal rights uh, between uh, men and women, mm. also, and. Uh, he, after he came back uh, from Germany, uh, he started to hire uh, female uh, sake making or sake work, uh, sake brewers wow. in Japan. It's almost like uh, no sushi chef, female sushi chef. It's just right. equivalent. At right? the time, well, even nowadays, most of the sake breweries uh, don't really uh, hire actual sake uh, brewers or maker, making people. And mm-hmm. uh, well, in those back in those days, uh, women are like banned. You know, to 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 get into actual the brewery facility. Mm. So that was how, that was you know how strict that the days were. And uh, but I, I suppose my grandfather was the first one to to start using the mm. female workers because there's no reason why not. Exactly. Yeah. If you think now, you know, it, there's no reason. Mm. And, and and even nowadays, we still have um, three female workers and. Uh, um, they are very precise and they maintain things uh, very well and, and, you know, clean the facility very well and, wow. and you know, work as hard as, you know, mm. people, I mean, the guys. Right, that's great. So Ichishima is a great model for equal rights I, for I, women. I hope so, yeah. Right, okay. Um, so the, and also your grand, grandfather, uh, he, he worked at the brewery in Germany or no, something else? I don't think so, yeah. Well, I don't really know, you know, what he was doing over there, but you know, um, I, I heard he studied, mm-hmm. and, and uh, um, well, he was fascinated by the um, well, the all those high oh, royal people's symbols and, mm. and you know those uh, crests and things, and, right. and then he came back. And he made a, uh, a brand, sub brand or secondary brand called Almond, which mm. literally means uh, king symbol. Mm. And which brand we still use uh, back in my home country or back in Niigata, Japan. Mm, yeah. Wow. So but it's like a modern stream of 
things happening yeah. at the Jishimas is then. At the time, it, it was quite modern to, to use European, you know, taste mm. uh, emblems and, and uh, the characters. Yeah. Wow, amazing. So, um, the Niigata Prefecture, which is the northwestern part of Japan, is very well known for production excellent sake. Mm-hmm. And I heard that there are most over all the uh, almost 100 sake breweries in the region right now. Uh, at the time, at the moment, uh, we have, um, I believe, 90 mm-hmm. sake breweries existing. Mm. And, <clears throat> excuse me, um, say, well, yeah, they, they, they all make sake, and uh, um, I would say 60 something breweries would export to US mm-hmm. yeah, out yeah. of 90. Yes. Amazing. Right. So, why is Nigata so suitable for making great sake? Um, well, the first thing uh, I have to say is, you know, we make uh, the finest rice, you know, in Japan. Mm. And uh, also we have, uh, let's see, uh, the very good soft water. Mm. Uh, That's interesting. So soft water, it means less minerals. Mm-hmm. And how does that affect the taste? Well, uh, for making sake, uh, usually the longer fermentation, the better uh, quality sake comes out. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, in order for us to have a longer fermentation or slower fermentation, uh, I might add, um, we, we use the soft, well, the soft water is very, very suitable for the lo- longer, slower fermentation instead of the rapid uh, fermentation with the uh, high calcium or uh, mm. sodium or Oh, okay, yeah, because probably water. minerals could affect, penetrate yes. into uh-huh. rice, so yeah. it's kind of milder or softer. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, and also it's really snowy, isn't it? It is, yes. And uh, usually the sake making happens during the winter, and uh, uh, well, the snow, the effect of the snow is significant also. And uh, well, usually the snow is uh, well, well, you know, teeny tiny uh, small uh, snow flakes, mm-hmm. but that usually contains uh, the center core of a uh, some kind of dust or some mm. you know some sort you know in the air so um from i don't know by growing up in the snow country you know uh, when when you woke up and get outside of the the house uh in the morning of the heavy snow mm. uh, during the night y- you can just feel the air is so clean and uh. and, and you're purified by by the snow mm. and also uh for the good part Good, good part of the snow or having snow is to to have the very salt water from the rivers mm. and uh, well snow melting uh, water you know runs through the water uh, right. runs through the rivers and, and that that's usually the water I use mm. for making sake and unlike uh, underground water you know through the ground for I don't know. Sometimes it could be like how many years, like 10, 10, 10 years, you know, 20 mm. years, hundreds of years. But that could be very hard water. But right. running water, uh, river running water is uh, very soft. Mm. So uh, that that's, again, you know, very good too. Right. And yeah. also, like you said, uh, the air is clean because mm-hmm. of, like, there's like uh, snow works as a filter kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the air, it's important in old breweries because yes. it's like a whole coaching mold and everything yeah. affects the process. Uh-huh. Right. Okay, and uh, so there's a term to describe the style of sake from Niigata called uh, Niigata Tande. So what is this? Okay, well, 
we well originally we didn't have the word tanre in the dictionary before, but uh, um, there's this uh, person came up with this term or uh, word tanre, and uh, it is about the, the sake describe what well, sake describing uh, adjective, and uh, um, I would say the sake which is very clean, uh, crisp, and very um, say clear taste almost like uh, water mm. and uh, um, so you know if, if I add um, Niigata people drink uh, a lot of sake mm-hmm. uh, per capita wise well, J- Japan has uh, 47 uh, prefectures which is like almost like states but uh, among those uh, Niigata people drink the most amount of sake per mm. capita right. so they tend to go for this clean crisp uh, sake instead of uh, Sometimes you know uh, Tokyo or the here in U.S. people uh, sometimes go for uh, high, fru- uh, high aroma fruity and sometimes sweet sake. Mm. But instead, Niigata people usually go for very dry, clean right. sake, which is like you know what we call tanne. Mm. Which comes first because uh, the sake is lighter, you drink more. It's like uh, lighter sake so that you can drink more. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, wow. <well. laughs> right, but I heard uh, like you know in, in Japan. Water tend to be softer, but uh, in Niigata, I heard it's two to five degrees, and uh, in Kyoto, that could be eight. So, mm. like you said, there's a huge diversity, and Niigata is very light and clean. And yeah, elegant. I, I, I would think so. Yeah, mm. and again, um, well, even in Japan, you know, we, we pair with with sake with food. So, um, you know. When you're pairing, and uh, a sake could be well, sometimes it could be like a main, you know, thing, you know, on the table. But usually, it's like to to enhance the food. Mm. And uh, in order for the sake to do that, you know, it should shouldn't really like to be muscular and bold, but instead, you know, like very good. Well, again, tanle mm. could could help you know us taste the food. Much, much more, you know, like, well, especially if you're having like sensitive uh, food or like white meat, uh, mm. fish, or say sashimi, you right. know, all those kind of things. Right. So rather than competing with food, it's uh, supporting. Yes. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. And uh, I also heard uh, the Niigata even developed a special rice called the Koshitanle to express the Tanle style mm-hmm. sake to the fillers. So what is Koshitanle? Um, Koshitanre is has been out there for, um, I would say, to the market about ten years or nine years. And uh, uh, before that time, before the Koshitanre brand rice, uh, we didn't have uh, very good rice for making uh, high-end daiginjo, juma daiginjo cross uh, right mm. uh, sake. So we had to uh, buy the rice, this particular rice called Yamada Nishiki, from different region of Japan mm. but um, you know uh, if you think about like we, we make uh, sake everything out of Niigata but daiginjo or the juma daiginjo high end mm-hmm. that sake. means that you have to mill down the rice grain right. a lot more uh-huh. so you need a specific uh, type of type rice type of rice mm. yes and uh, this specific type of rice the uh, Yamada Nishiki doesn't grow uh in Niigata area because of the weather. Ah, okay. So instead, we came up with a mixed breed of uh, this Yamada Nishiki rice and the other 
very famous rice called 500 mangoku, and we、uh, developed this、uh, yeah, special new, new rice、mm, called So, like a 50 50% hybrid、mm-hmm, of new.、Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and you know, the rice has very good character of the clean, crisp、uh, style Gohekumangok rice, plus the Uh, the body and、uh, sometimes you know the fruity kind of uh, aroma、mm. uh, component of the Yamada Nishiki. So it is, you know, it has the both of the good, you know, components.、Mm. And I heard you have to register with the government to grow Kostamne because such a special rice.、Mm. Yeah. So,、um, yeah, the well, in the beginning it was,、uh, you know, rub tested and we were selecting the good、uh, buds, but then. Yeah, they came up with you know, certain kind, and, and、uh, the, after everything, the governor named、mm. the, the, the rice you know,、mm. to Koshitanre.、Right. Yeah. It's beautiful.、Right. And is it expensive? I mean, relatively Well,、speaking? compared to Yamada Nishiki, the famous you know, popular kind, to、mm-hmm. other、uh, areas of Daeginjo,、mm-hmm. slightly cheaper actually.、Oh, so、wow. it, it is actually easy for us, for、mm. us brewers in Niigata.、Wow. Yeah. That's amazing.、Yeah. Okay, so、uh, what's the best way to enjoy Niigata Tanrei style sake? Like、uh, any kind of food? Like you said, a lighter kind of food?、Um, yes, but you know, the, well, still, we have 90 sake breweries,、mm-hmm. and、uh, each brewery has you know, its own taste, and it, we, we have different、uh, kinds of sake. So、uh, it is actually very hard for us to describe all the Niigata sake is Tanrei.、Mm. Some of them could be very、uh, bold, fruity,、um, you know, masculine type daikinjo,、mm-hmm. or sometimes you know, it could be a little bit uh, aged, uh, smoky type sake too. So, yeah, it's hard, but, but example wise,、um, the tanle sake, if it's clean and、uh, crisp, yeah, I, I, I would usually go with the, like I said,、uh, light, very sensitive, light、uh, white meat fish. And sometimes I, I would go with oysters as well.、Mm. Yeah. And uh, it's um, for sake itself, I, I usually go for the、uh, Honjozo class sake. But I mean, I mean the sake itself, I would go for Junmai style sake. But with the food, I usually go with the、uh, Honjo.、Mm. Okay. So you mean like jum,、uh, Honjozo Junmai means、uh, it's more rice flavor because、mm-hmm. it's、yeah. not built down too much right, to the、right. center. Okay. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> So、uh, now let's talk about you.、Um, okay. So, how was it like to grow up in a traditional sake brewery?、Um, well, <laughs>、uh, it, it's a difficult question.、Uh, well, if you think about、um, you know, if you think about your her- heritage or you know, the family you grew up with,、uh, that's the family you know and you grew up with, and、uh, that's the, the、uh, world you know only.、Right. So, Uh, I didn't think it was any special or anything, but、um, well, once I got to the point that you know, I should take over the, the brewery and uh, uh, I have the, this you know, long history of the family business,、mm. and very, it is a very traditional one.、Right. Uh, I got yeah, the point that yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I should do and I wanted, I wanted to do,、mm. but otherwise,、um, yeah. I, Didn't feel it was that difficult, or you know,、uh, I wasn't pressured or anything.、Mm, okay, right. And then、uh, I recently saw the movie, amazing movie, The Birth of Sake,、uh, which features a traditional sake brewery like yours.、Uh, it's called Tedorigawa. 
And uh, so the brewers spend three months away from their family to make sake every year. So was your brewery like that? Um, well, for my brewery, it's not like that anymore.、Mm-hmm. Um, all of my brewers are、uh, from my、uh, company or the brewery area. So they could commun-、uh, commute、mm-hmm. from their own house. And, uh, uh, but still, you know, in In, even in Niigata area, we, we have that kind of, those kind of、uh, sake breweries existing,、mm-hmm. and、uh, some of them have the older brewers, you know,、uh, only came to, to work for the brewery during the winter.、Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, usually, all those workers or brewers are, are farmers、uh, during the summertime, and they、um, you know, re- uh, make rice or、mm-hmm. you know, some other stuff, you know, and th- they, they are the farmers. And then Uh, during the winter, with the heavy snow, they don't have you know, things to do, or、mm. they could do something different other than the farming. So, you know, they, they became、uh, well, those, those farmers, well, throughout the history, somehow, you know, they find a way to, to work during the winter as、mm. a brewer. brewer. Interesting, because、yeah. I think, you know, for a business point of view, I know American sake brewers. Throughout the year.、Mm-hmm. But in Japan, in tradition, because it's the best way to make the best sake, they still follow the seasons. Yeah, and、uh, well, of course, you know, if there were there was a huge demand of the sake from this, from a brewery, you know, the brewery might need to, to, to brew you know, throughout the year. You know,、mm-hmm. Say, nowadays, you know, there's this brand called Dasai. Yeah, it's huge you know, back in Japan or here in the US as well. And I think they're brewing you know, almost 12, 12 months. You、mm. know? And,、uh, but still,、uh, yeah, like I said, you know, winter is a、uh, significantly good environment.、Mm, especially sa- in、yeah. Niigata, the snow and the temperature yes, and uh-huh, everything. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. So,、um, so, did you know that you're going to succeed your family business? Because you studied、uh, in. The US. USA, yeah.、Um, well, I lived here in the US for four years, and、uh, well, at the time I wasn't really thinking about you know, going back and taking over or anything. And、wow. uh, I was just having, you know,、um, I guess, okay time here. <laughs> and,、uh, <laughs> Freedom.、Uh, well, yeah, I was a student and I was young. so、mm-hmm. But anyway,、um, then, you know, after, well, by living here, you know, I started to, to look back and, and you know, and my Family history or heritage, and they said to feel more like you know, I, sh- I should go back a- and take、mm-hmm. over. And also, you know,、um, well, my father、uh, passed away when I was 17.、Uh-huh. So after that, my mother took over the, the brewery and、uh, she was running the brewery、mm-hmm. at the time. So, you know, well, they were expecting me to, to come back. So,、right. yeah. Okay, and then、uh, you succeeded the brewery in 2002.、Mm-hmm. So, since you became the president, have you made any changes?、Um, well, I did change.、Uh, well, at the time,、uh, the, not the brewer,、uh, brewmaster now, but the previous brewmaster was still there, and、uh, he was somewhat.、Uh, More old fashioned than the you know, brewmaster now. And、uh, I started to tell him that you know, maybe we should start you know,、uh, brewing this way, that way,、mm-hmm. you know, with the 
information I gathered, you know, from the the friendly, uh, uh, you know, brewers in Niigata and. Uh, you mean like more light, like lighter style? Yes, uh, li- lighter side and uh, say, you know, again, uh, tanre style sake. Mm, and uh, I used to work for this uh, sake brewery for two years as a sake brewer. Well, just a sake brewer mm. and. Uh, that that's the biggest sake brewery in Niigata, and uh, yeah, them they they are making f- uh, fantastic sake, mm. and uh, also it's a little bit, you know, of course more advanced, you know, compared to my sake brewery. So that's why you know I wanted to make slight changes. Yeah. Mm, okay, and uh, so you are the one who decided to go abroad as well. Well, yeah. Um, at the time, in the beginning, of, after I took over, uh, there was a very small amount of the uh, sale to, say, uh, Germany, and I think one other, but you know, it, it's almost nothing mm. compared to now. And uh, um, well, I don't know. I didn't actually think about doing, you know, exporting so much, but um, then somehow uh, I, I became. The chairman of the Sake Brewers Association Junior Council, which is like young brewers, mm. you know, association, national association, and uh, uh, yeah, then I started to get to to meet people or like uh, you know um, people who who are very heavily involved to mm. to the uh, sake industry or sake world, not just in Japan but you know here in US or, or in European countries and, mm. and all over the world and then um, after meeting them you know because I, I, I could speak English I guess uh, I, I we, we became friends and they came to my brewery and they liked my sake and they started to yeah import my sake so mm. that, that that's how almost you know started wow yeah. fantastic Okay, so I think uh, we'll take a quick break here, and when we come back, we'll talk about uh, how Kenji managed to convince American people to drink his sake. So please stay with us. Today's program is proudly brought to you by Whole Foods Market, America's healthiest grocery store with more than 400 locations throughout the United States. Download the Whole Foods Market app on your smartphone for recipes, sales, information, and digital coupons. Or visit WholeFoodsMarket.com to find a store closest to you. The one and only Dave Arnold brings the noise to Heritage Radio Network every Tuesday on Cooking Issues. Coming to you live on the Heritage Radio Network from Roberta's Pizzeria in Bushwick and Brooklyn. If the bomb was going to drop and you only had 15 minutes, which is like, I can I can make a sandwich in 15 minutes. He would be eating a sandwich. I'd kiss my wife, make a sandwich. If you believe that it's all about to be over, why eat healthy? I'm not a freaking Neanderthal. I like a tempered ice cream sandwich. But it's the only way to get around it if you're a party master because you, you're going to wind up, like, your kitchen's going to fill with dishes. And Some is there... people have commercial dishwashers in their house. Who? I've seen them. Who? I've seen them. Who? <laughs> really rich people. <laughs> For more mile-a-minute knowledge from Dave and the crew, listen to Cooking Issues, available on Heritage Radio Network, iTunes, and Stitcher. Welcome back. 
You are listening to Japan Eats broadcasting live from a studio in Bushwick, Brooklyn. I'm your host, Akiko Katayama, and my guest today is Kenji Ichishima, the seventh generation sake producer from Niigata Prefecture, which has a distinctive sake making tradition. His Ichishima Sake Brewery is globally recognized for high quality. So,、um, when you decide to go abroad, did you bring、uh, the same sake to the US or you customize sake for a new, new market? Um, in the beginning,、uh, we didn't really change anything.、Um, but at the time, we had this、uh, kind of new generation,、uh, low in alcohol and somewhat acidic、uh, sake、uh, in the house or the, at the brewery. And、uh, we already started to sell、uh, in Japan. And、mm-hmm. we have this、uh, sake tourist,、uh, like we have. Let's say uh, 30,000, 40,000 uh, visitors every year to,、mm. to my sake brewery.、Oh, and, wow. and, yeah. and sometimes you know, we have people from you know, other countries and they tend to like this particular sake.、Mm. So, in the beginning, I started to push this sake along with the traditional style,、uh, say, Jumeda Ginjo or, or you know, those fruity sake. And then This light sake started to dominate the other kinds of sake. So, yeah. Wow. So, it sounds like I think the worldwide、uh, like、wine market too also tend to be cleaner,、mm. lighter wine is preferred. Yeah, I guess you could say that. And even in Japan, you know,、uh, German light wine kind is、uh, very popular too. So,、uh, I, I think it's kind of the same、mm. thing.、Yeah. Right. And I also heard that you、uh, created a really nice label for. Yes,、market. after a certain period of,、uh, say, I think, you know, doing,、uh, ex- well, let's say exporting to the US after three years of the experience,、uh, we started to, to think,、um, well, we, we had been told that, you know, well, Japanese labels are very、um, traditional and very nice with the, you know, Japanese characters and kanji characters. That, that's fine, but usually, You know, people here in the US would order a sake, but next time, you know, they, they cannot remember. Right. You don't know how to pronounce、yeah. the meaning of it. Yeah. And, you know, so every single time we ask somebody, you know, so what did you have last night? And say, they, they'll say, well, it, it's in a blue bottle or something, <laughs> you know. They、right. always remember the, the color of the bottle, but, you know, no brand whatsoever or, you know, almost no、uh, categories. Right. So, Then, yeah, I, I, well, f- for me to see, say, like Korean characters, you know, of course, I, I only see them as a design, s it's the same thing.、Mm. So we decided to go with certain、uh, symbol for,、okay. for people to remember my brewery. And then we changed the label to this, you know,、uh, symbol center and the brand on the side kind of、mm. uh, label. And, uh, It's somewhat uh, contemporary, uh, modern. So,、uh, yeah, it, it, it is actually well taken here and also other countries as well.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, is there, a, is there any name of the series? Yeah, well, actually, the brand is Ichishima. Okay. And, and the series is actually the Dew、uh, series. And、uh, um, it's like Dewdrop,、mm-hmm. you know.、Uh, and the, the design is, well, my. Japanese designer li-、uh, who lives in Manhattan. She started with the、uh, sort of like traditional、uh, flow, of, the, flow of, uh, of, of water or the 
say, um, traditional uh, painting of the cloud. And then uh, she flipped that to vertical. And then and also that looks like the, the legs of the sake on the glass. Oh, so okay. That's why uh, we yeah, named that. It's a Dew series. Mm, yeah. right. So where can we get your Dew series? Well, uh, nowadays uh, we, uh, well, say in Manhattan area, we are selling a lot of uh, retail shops. And, well, to tell you the truth, we went through the importer change uh, mm-hmm. last year. And, uh, well, we lost the existing customers, a lot of existing customers mm. last year. So now we are building the, that uh, up again. So uh, not so many with the, um, say, the restaurants. But, well, today, you know, uh, we pitched sake to well new, you know, huge hip restaurant, Kozuma as well. And, uh, mm. um, well, traditional uh very traditional Japanese song called uh, Tsukushi carries my sake as well. Mm. By the way, Tsukushi is closing in sometime soon. Soon, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, um, here and there, but yeah, nowadays mostly retail. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I hope to 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 see my sake more in restaurants. You know, okay, yeah. right. Because I was going to ask you also to you know what's the biggest challenge to you know in selling. Yosaki in new market. It sounds like distributors, importers. These are really hard to find. Yes, um, you know, um, to sell anything, uh, it is easy to bring the product to to the market. That's fine and that's easy. But you know, from that warehouse to the actual customer to the consumer is, you know. Like that's the same thing, you know, for Japanese market or here in the US. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that that you know ha- that has to do with you know like human energy and power. And, right. and, and you have yeah. to convince someone right, right. to fall in love yeah. with you. Yeah, uh-huh. and you have to meet people, and you have to make connections and relationships. I mm, guess. Right. Yeah. But to make uh, your efforts easier, now your site has been wonderfully recognized in the global market. And for instance, uh, IWC, the International Wine Challenge in mm-hmm. London, which is regarded as the biggest annual wine competition in the world, has awarded numerous prizes to your sake. And in 2015, you won two silver medals and four bronze medals at the IWC. So how do you make your sake so tasty? Um, well... I, I have to thank my brewmaster actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, you know, we we talk about the recipe and uh, uh, which kind of you know where uh, we should go. That those kind of things we, we discuss. But yeah, he's very good at it, and uh, uh, he's he's from you know well the local hometown, and, and uh, he's been working for my brewery uh, since he was eighteen. Mm. Yeah, and. Uh, now he is one of the, the, I guess you know, younger generation um, brewmaster uh, who also teaches you know to younger brewers in Niigata as well. Mm. And uh, yeah, um, he, he he is very good. And also, well, I guess in a way, um, to make good sake, you have to be truthfully, like you know, uh, sincere to actually making sake. So you, you cannot skip anything so 
you know, you have to be precise. You have to be very uh, clean and uh, yeah, honest. I and suppose maybe yeah. patient. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah, and very hardworking. Mm. Yeah. Right, because you are dealing with the nature, mm. basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, how do you describe the style of Ichishima sake? Um. Well. This is my last day here in the U.S. for this trip, and uh, we've been here like uh, two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks, yes. Wow. And uh, um, yeah, I hear lots of comments uh, toward my sake, and uh, one of them is well, and which I like is uh, feminine, mm. a very mellow, uh, feminine, and uh, clean, crisp as well. But um, yeah. Even back in Japan, you know, women tend to like uh, my overall my sake, and uh, it's not like a very dry, uh, you know, style for mankind, but very uh, easy on your palate and, mm. and soft texture, and yeah, very sensitive sake. So um, mm. yeah, I hope you know. That's interesting, because your yeah. your mother one time ran the brewery, mm-hmm. and their brew. Master or brew, you know, brewery brewers or female, yeah, right. So maybe that's the reflection. Yeah, that could that that could be the one of the reason too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, maybe you can give us uh, some examples with sake. Um, say let's say well the daiginjo sake. Uh, or jumai daiginjo even. Um, nowadays most of the jumai daiginjo or daiginjos are very very bold and very uh, fruity because mm. of the, the uh, recent uh, development of the, the certain yeast. Mm-hmm. But... Um, like in general. R- yeah, like mm-hmm. in general. So, um, you know, well, it is very easy to recognize, you know, if you have the sip of the sake, those bold ones. But mm. then, you know, after a while, um, the aroma is good, but, you know, still... Like I said, if you're pairing with food, it could, it could get you, you know, right. and it, you may get bored with the or it could get too much. And mm. uh, I think our sake is much, much more balanced. And like I said, it's so mellow. Mm. So um, balance-wise, I, I well, that's why we're making this style sake. But, but of course, balance-wise, you know, I, I like my sake, you know, mm. much, much more compared to the bold or and, and fruity. Um, Kind of sweet kind. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so and so that's the ginjo. Is yeah, a, that's the daiginjo. Yeah. Daiginjo. It's a milled down at least fifty percent. Yeah, and right. uh, this particular daiginjo, say thirty-five percent, milled down to thirty-five percent, is uh, called a uh, competition daiginjo. We have mm. and that's uh, the flagship sake of my brewery, and uh, uh, I mean it's only thirty-five percent of rice is it, remaining. Remaining, yeah, wow. the center core we use and. Right. Uh, uh, but uh, we don't throw away the powder, outside powder, but that's going to be converted to, I guess, rice crackers or something you mm, know, in Uganda. Right, no waste. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But, yeah, that, that, that's very, very uh, not very, you know, very um, mellow, but very uh, elegant sake. Right. Because, that, you, you know, the rice, koshitanre, you use koshitanre mm-hmm. for that 35% yeah. remaining. Yeah. Wow, I want to taste that. Yeah, well... <laughs> Um, okay, and then you have uh, some other sparkling or some uh, lighter sake for yes, this market? Yes, um, we have this uh, sake called uh, Silk Deluxe. Uh, the sake quality category is uh, Jumai, but 
Uh, unlike ordinary gin, my this sake has ten percent alcohol and uh, very very uh, well good amount of sugar uh, residue. Mm-hmm. But the, this sugar is unlike the ordinary uh, simple sugar, but it's called uh, a multi molecule uh, oligosaccharide. Mm-hmm. So although the density is the same as the uh, sugar, but on your palate uh, the sweetness is very uh, light and silky. Mm-hmm. Hence. The sake name is uh, Silk Deluxe, mm. and actually, the close to half of the the sake we bring here to US is this particular sake, the mm. very light alcohol, yeah, sweet sake. Right. So, so out of your products, uh, what kind of sake uh, is most selling in this market mm. here in the US? Yeah, that that I'm That's sorry. The, what, what kind of uh, what types of sake out of your products is most selling here in this market? Well, that's the silk. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and uh-huh. uh, after the silk, after the silk is Tokubetsu uh, Honjozo. That's mm-hmm. the uh, typical Niigata style tanrei sake mm-hmm. and a dry, clean, crisp style sake. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, yeah, that, that's very easy to pair with most of the food. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, so I guess you know, price point wise, it, it's uh, easier. You know, for your right. for your pocket or wallet. So, mm. so you have a, you can take steps to graduate into the next level. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, great. So, um, by the way, so first time we met at the, it was at the major sake festival in Niigata uh, several right. years ago, and it's called the Sake no Jin. Uh-huh. And you played you've been playing an important role to run it successfully for years. So, what is Sake no Jin? Okay, uh, Sake no Jin is the. Um, so-called sake festival, uh, say, organized by Niigata Sake Brewers Association. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is held uh, in March, middle of March, for one weekend, Saturday, Sunday. And, uh, uh, well, this year, 2016, we gathered um, over 120,000 people for two days. <laughs> wow. Yeah, for, for one uh, well, we, we, we do this, you know, at one convention center in Niigata, but mm. yeah, it, it was packed. And, right. and, and all, the, all the 90 breweries gather? Yes. Well, not everybody, because, you know, small ones don't really or cannot really uh, give away the samples, you know, mm. so much because they are so small. But right. but yeah, 80, close to 90 sake brewers attend and uh, yeah, uh you pay almost like well conversion wise eighteen dollars and the, all, all the sake you can drink you wow. know in the venue because per brewery they have like three four different kinds yeah. of sake so to- total sake you you could see or taste if you try uh, yeah ending up five hundred six hundred right so I saw ambulance parked outside <laughs> yeah, the convention I know. center <laughs> yeah well it's been great you know without ambulance you know pass several years but yeah this year we, we had to yeah well that means you have a very good sake <laughs> over there right and uh, so with, out of that uh, 120 20,000 people are they near from nearby or from everywhere uh, 40% uh, from uh, outside of Niigata and uh-huh. 60% uh, from within Niigata or you know within the city mm. so. so including uh, people from outside Japan yeah um, wow. Yeah, sometimes uh, we get uh, people from uh, Hong Kong, um, sometimes from U.S. as well. Mm. Yep, and uh, to to well, this is one of the biggest sake uh, festival in Japan. So mm. yeah, they started to see that, and uh, some you know sake uh, 
say geeks or sake、uh, I don't know teachers they they、mm-hmm. organize sake tours you know to to the festival、right. yeah, sounds like I feel serious about sake that's kind of must、mm. to visit right and then other than、uh, sake no jin if I we decide to go to Niigata what can we see what can we enjoy what can we eat um well the Niigata local cuisine Niigata is right on the On the Japan sea,、uh, sea coast. So,、uh, naturally, the seafood is a must. And、mm. uh, uh, like I said,、uh, white meat fish is good. And、uh, well, of course, nowadays you know, people eat tuna and all, all those red, red meat fish. But、uh, you know, originally, it's not from the area. So,、mm. we usually go for、uh, light meat, yeah,、uh, those white fish, plus like squid or.、Mm. Yeah, and there's one called Nodokuro. Nodokuro. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, I think it's a、like、rosy sea bass. Yeah. And、okay. uh, it's just a fatty throughout the year.、Mm. And it's, yeah, it、I、is very popular. So、yeah. tasty.、Mm. Perfect pairing with、yeah. the sake. Right. Okay, so listeners, I, I, I think、um, you should think of visiting Niigata and especially for Sake no Jin yeah, in mid March.、Yeah, that could be fun. Right.、Yeah. So 2017, it's the same in mid March. I, I think so. I, well, I believe so, yeah. Okay, so where can they, can they get the information?、Um, well, you could go www.sakenojin.jp,、uh, I believe. Okay.、Uh, yeah, Sakenojin is S A K E N O J I N, Sakenojin.jp.、Mm. And, and uh, yeah, we have the info, and also we have that same Sakenojin.、Uh, Facebook page, so、mm, yeah, okay, and、uh, I, yeah, I, I make sure to have the English version as well. Great, so, so listeners, check that out. So, S A K E N O J I N dot J P or Facebook. Okay, so、um, like you have worked on Sake no Jin, you are one of the leaders of the sake industry. So, what is the biggest challenge in running a traditional sake brewery for you?、Mm, well. Say nowadays, you know, of course, sake is still you know, consumed and、uh, well、um, taken by the you know, people.、Um, well, I think it's the you know, same for the modern developed countries, but people, not, people do not drink as much as before.、Mm. You know, like the, the age of like our, our father's age or you know, our. our right. It's worldwide. Yeah, I, I believe so. And、uh, um, so, you know, in order to keep the, I guess, production or、well, volume wise, it's a little bit tough.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. And、uh, in Japan,、uh, we are selling more high end sake, high end sake from Ginjo Juma, Ginjo Ohaya.、Uh, the sale wise, it's, you know, a little bit up. Or you know, more than the last years.、Mm. You know, so, so people appreciate more quality sake, even yes, if they have、uh-huh, to pay a little、uh-huh. more. And,、uh, but everyday sake, say like you know, table sake,、uh, those are a little bit you know, declining.、Mm. The line is declining. Because、right. uh, there's so many other cheaper wine or mm-hmm, beer. Mm-hmm. They could have you know,、quarters. so many options nowadays.、Right. Yeah. yeah. So、uh, that part you know, we still make and we still sell. So, The, those table sake as well, so that, that, that's a little bit of a challenge, and also,、um, well, if you look at the world, you know, it, it's changing very, very rapidly. So, but、uh, sake 
brewing is very long process and very traditional. And、uh, but somehow we have to adjust, you know, to the changing consumers.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, but sake cannot change, you know, like you know, overnight. So yeah, it, it, it's somewhat you know, good challenge.、Mm-hmm. And but you know, it, it's a fun challenge. Right. So, what's the best part of being a sake producer? Ah, <laughs>、uh, I don't know. Well, I guess for me, I get to meet people. Yeah, and uh, uh, of course, you know, free sake. <laughs> well, I guess nowadays you have to buy, you know, from your own company. But but you know,、uh, a guaranteed high quality too. Yeah, and、uh, you know,、uh, and well, I didn't think like this before. But you know, well. If I go out and you know, if I say, okay, well, I'm a sake brewery owner, you know, I guess that sounds cool. So、mm. yeah, I, I I enjoy and I take it. Right, <laughs>、yeah. and they listen to you, of course. Yeah, yeah.、Right. And you can travel abroad. Yeah, yeah. Like you're here. Yeah, yeah. That that that's that's good fun. Yeah, I usually travel sixty, seventy days in a per year. Oh wow. Well, some some brewers you know travel more, like over hundred days or so.、Mm. So. Uh, but yeah, that that's for me. That's you know very good, and、uh, yeah, I enjoy the you know the scenery and the local food sometimes, and、uh, you know meeting people. Right. So okay. So on your next trip, please come back. Yeah. Okay. So、uh, thank you for joining us today, Kenji. Thank you very much. So listeners, if you have if you're interested in Kenji's work and sake everything, please visit Itishima JP. That is I C H S H I M A JP. That's Itishima dot JP. And if you have any questions or comments about the show, please contact us at heritageradionetwork.org. And today's show was、um, today's engineer was、uh, Jack Insley. And Japan is live at 3 p.m. on Mondays. Always available at heritageradionetwork.org, iTunes, and Stitcher podcast. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes Store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.